Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, Good morning. How are you doing today? Doing fantastic, actually. (laughs) Yeah, we are uh, uh, in May and uh, continuing our series on uh, the supernatural, and um, it's just uh, it's always it's always an exciting thing to walk through it and keep being reminded of it, uh, as well as as you and I know that because it happens normally. Mm-hmm. Um, and we recognize it because God says that was me and, and you see it's me and because you see it's him you actually look for it more right. and because you're aware of it you know and it's like hey was that you yeah that was me and, and look what I'm doing and it's personal um, and it's extraordinary for you because God's at work and you know he's at work and that's why he said the supernatural is to be experienced all the time right? because uh, it's, it's my nature because I'm superior, you know, to things and I can make things happen and I want to make things happen. And a lot of times, uh, of course, it's, it's for the purpose of you bearing witness so that other people, you know, could have a heart to, to understand it as well, uh, which, by the way, is how the early church started. Yeah, you know, it's funny as you're saying that even I'm reminded of yesterday, a couple different conversations that I had with people, and we were literally talking about the fact that, um, you know, just the way that God speaks and moves sometimes, and I can share one fun example mm-hmm. in a minute, but um, how we're still, you know, this many years into our walk with God, still surprised when he does it, and still in awe when he does it, yet we're not surprised. And I should say we're we're not surprised, but we're still in awe. And I never want to lose that. Mm. You know, um, it's it's so fun to still be freshly surprised by him um, in the way that he shows up, in the way that he moves, and to still just keep that fresh awe, even though we have lived it day in and day out so often that we come to expect it. It's still just this beautiful adventure that that you just can't help but then delight. It moves your heart to both delight in him and to immediate worship, mm. right? Yep. Wow, that's... So, yeah, so one of the conversations we were having, you'll get a kick out of this. I won't go into all the details, but um, some of our listeners know Kendra Langevin and Tawanda, who yeah. is just a house. And the three of us, God has been um, working on something. He's stirring something with the three of us. Um, that is kind of in the works and he's brought it back to a head now of, hey, I want you guys really tackling this and and putting some prayer and fasting to it and it's time to get some feet going on it. So we've been meeting a little more on that and talking about it. And in the last week, one of the things um, he highlighted before our conversation, I was spending time praying and and just asking him, okay, what are what are the next steps? You know, what you know, we don't want to step ahead of you. What are the next steps? And he laid out, you know, basically like five points. And one of those points 
was it's time to go ahead and gather a prayer team for before, during, and after this. And um, laid a, immediately put a few people on my mind. And so the next morning, you know, I shared that with Kendra and Tawanda on the call and shared the list and they confirmed God was telling them a lot of the same things. And um, so the next morning at church, there was a, a young lady who God had laid on my heart. It's like, that's definitely somebody you're gonna invite to be a part of this prayer. And she comes into, you know, Dan and I work in check-in for kids ministry on Sunday morning. So she comes in there to say hello, just doesn't have kids, but pops in to say hello. She's like, hey, I just have to share something with you because God, I felt like God said, hey, go tell Kathy these three things I'm really talking to you about. And she said, so by the way, he's telling me he's, I don't know what he's doing. It's kind of in this big fog, but there's three points. And she laid out three of the five points that God gave me that I had just given to Kendra and Tawanda. Wow. Well, funny that you say that because your point number three, God said, go ask Jen to be part of that, which is the praying ahead of this. Yeah. So I need you to be asking God about that. I don't think it's a big mystery. I'm pretty sure he's already said you're part of this. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, nonetheless, it was just cool because it literally three of the five things. And she came in to find me and say, hey, God's saying these things and said for me to share this with you. Right. And, uh, you know, that's just, you can't make this stuff up. No. You know, so again, we sat in awe, surprised, but not surprised, but in awe and worship of a God who can speak so personally and can just do things and move things in confirmation that is incredible, right? Yeah, it really is. That's remarkable. And that's the uh, supernatural of, um, you know, God at work. And that's why the body, by the way, is so important because he wants to do that with and for and through each other. So, oh, that, so that we recognize it and reinforce it, and then as we rejoice at it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the early church, uh, after Pentecost, when Peter, you know, preached and 3,000 people came to know Christ, they started to meet in small groups in home, what they call home churches, and uh, they were in awe of the miraculous, the supernatural that was happening all the time of God speaking, God revealing, God doing, and people are being added daily out of the desire of, well, if that's possible for you, is that possible for me? You know, and then they would they would be brought into, taught how to abide, taught how to hear God's voice, how to process, and um, then they would experience it, and then they would tell their show their family or their friends, and then it would that's how the church grew. Is is it wasn't just you got a ticket to heaven. It was no life. Life will be different if you're walking with God, because if you're walking with God, he is supernatural. He will do the supernatural and you'll experience the supernatural and you will be rejoicing at the supernatural. Um, And so that's what we want to keep inviting people to is, you know, don't uh, don't limit this and and walk through it all with us so that we can really understand it for you to experience it. And the neat thing is, is that there's no uh, partiality to that. Um, And you don't even have to be part of a certain church or a certain denomination or a certain experience. It's really available for anybody who's a follower of Christ, who has a Mm -hmm. heart. You know, I'd like to learn this. And just like you and I learned it is, you know, we were skeptical, um, lots of roadblocks. But when he invited us and said, would you like to learn this? It was like, yeah, we would. He said, well, let me walk you into it so that it's not a system. 
and I'm not telling you you got to do this, this, and this. It's rather uh, walk with me and learn who I am, and then you'll start experiencing it in a beautiful, healthy, uh, wonderful way, and it'll be natural in terms of nor excuse me normal. Uh, for what I'm about ready to do, you know, so we want to share that with everybody. And so we, we, uh, we last time we talked about well, what is it really, and we're in Matthew um, eight, a story, a series of stories uh, that that Jesus talks about healing and supernatural, um, and Matthew eight five to uh, nine, and we talked about the centurion. So go ahead and read that again, and then we'll we'll bring it up and kind of go deeper into the story. Sure. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. Yeah. Um, go ahead, read, read a little bit further, because uh, uh, Jesus makes a statement about this. Here, verse 10 says, When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Yeah. So um, we talked about centurion. Uh, centurion is a uh, Roman uh, leader of 100 uh, troops, uh, soldiers that are observing, keeping the peace, um, and they kept the peace by really a show of force without having to use the force much because they're, they're not kind of there. They're everywhere. Um, right. And you know they're everywhere. And if there's some a problem or you, or you are a criminal or you do something that's not right, they're going to arrest you and take you, take you, you know, in and, and punish you either with, uh, you know, uh, in jail or uh, torture or even, even death. Um, mm -hmm. So they kept the peace by just being present with the power that, that represented us. So he's a soldier, not religious, not Jewish, not understanding anything about the Jewish religion much. Um, and we talked last time again, and maybe you could reiterate it, but why did he, a soldier, go to Jesus to say, could you heal my servant? Because he knew he had heard testimony um, that he could do this. He was doing this in other places. So he, he may not know him personally, but he had heard of what he had been doing. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he does. He's observed it, and we'll see this um, even personally. He's been watching, mm -hmm. and he's been experiencing this. And, um, hey, would you come and heal me? Heal yeah, my servant. witness to it. Um, but yeah, uh, okay. Uh, Jesus said, yeah, I will. Um, and remember, that's one of the questions. Um will you mm -hmm. for me I got an issue uh, in, right. in this case it wasn't even the centurion who had the issue it was his servant and in other words he said he's he's really in trouble and we've tried doctors mm -hmm. but it ain't working um, and I see what you've done you know could you would would you be willing to come and heal him and Jesus said yes I'm willing let's go he said look I know something about this you don't even need to come. Um, I'm really not even worthy of it because, and he's he's kind of recognizing that there's something spiritual about this, mm -hmm. and I'm not a spiritual person. Mm. So, I whatever qualifications 
are required here? He says, I, I don't have those. I'm not even worthy of you to come to my house because I'm, I'm not really that. Um, and, and he says, but all you got to do is just speak a word. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, he says, I know something about authority. Um, I'm in charge of 100 guys. Mm-hmm. And if I tell them, do this, they do it. If I tell them, don't do this, they don't do it. Right. They follow everything that I say, and, and, they, and they do it because I speak it. Mm-hmm. I say something, and they respond to that. And so I understand authority. So don't even bother coming. Just speak it. And, of course, Jesus says, it's remarkable. You know that you understand. Okay, now let's unpack that a little bit. Um, since he understood authority, what did he understand was the source of that authority? Jesus' spoken word. My him speaking something. So he's seen him. Mm-hmm. You know, and Jesus would lay hands on. He'd come physically, but every time he noticed something, mm-hmm. you spoke it. Right. And when you spoke it. It happened so really it's not about you even touching somebody or it's even you doing something it's all about this authority isn't it yep and it's you speaking it that's the authority yes okay now he he understood not fully but but partially that therefore the word is what superior to what Mm -hmm. to what physical world to the physical stuff that your authority comes from you speaking it and that's more powerful than mm-hmm. anything else that you could do and it all comes from that uh, I understand that authority actually is what you say mm-hmm. um, so in this case what do you have to say to my servant and you don't even have to be there mm-hmm. just say it and he said, I, "Okay, you're right. I got it. Okay, now let's let's talk about that. Um, and why why is what Jesus says superior to the material? Well, simply because he is. I mean, he spoke the world into order. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> he that. said because creation, and this is Hebrews eleven one through three, um, in other places it says that um, he spoke." And uh, out of nothing, material was created. Physical was created. So that it wasn't that there were physical things. And he formed it up because he has some, you know, some amazing power to that. No, he says, out of my speaking, mm-hmm. creation happened, material stuff happened, which, by the way, and we've talked about this, the whole purpose of it, is so he could have fellowship with his creation, his, his men and women who are in the image of God mm-hmm. uh, and having all of this creation that's available. And one of the things is, is that because it's superior, everything physical is subordinated to the spiritual. Mm-hmm. To what? God speaking. Because that's how it happened. So, so in other words, the power of him speaking is superior to any physical thing we got. 
Um, so if we need something to happen, which is what the centurion understood, he said to Jesus, well, why don't you just go do what? Speak. Because mm-hmm. I understand authority. Oh, that will happen. And the power comes from that, not from you manipulating something. It's not that you're a better doctor. It's that you have the authority that nobody else has. Right. Why? Well, because that's how I've observed it, and it's true. And so you have that authority, and I understand authority, that authority is accurate, true, and real. And if you really have that, then this circumstantial problem will be subordinated to what you have to say. So would you just speak? Would you just speak it? And then we'll get to, I'll get to see this happen. Um, and so he's setting up that the supernatural occurs out of him speaking. Right. Um, both revelation, which we've talked about, um, is I'm gonna inform you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you things happening. I'm gonna do things that I can cause because I can speak to it, I can, I can uh, process it, and I can arrange it so that you can be the recipient of this mm-hmm. physical transformation by what I say. Mm-hmm. So uh, he said, it's, it's power that comes from me, and supernatural is gonna come from my ability, this, this power, to change things. Mm-hmm. Materially, okay. So if you got a problem, um, what would you? What would be your question to God? What do you have to say? Yeah. <laughs> what do What do you have to say? Because I'm looking. I'm just like the centurion. I'm looking for your authority. Mm-hmm. That I start to understand, and, that, and that's what he had to demonstrate to the disciples, is because of my power spiritually by speaking it's superior to the material i have Mm -hmm. to show you that the centurion already has observed it Mm -hmm. he says i i kind of get it um it's really about you saying it isn't it yes um okay well then would you say it um so that as we look at supernatural um it's emanating from the very nature of god himself and his speaking, which I believe is why it's so critical that the Holy Spirit is placed within us. Because he says, um, I'm gonna speak, and remember it's revelation. It's not a natural thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not somebody's good idea. It's my disclosure of power and truth and might but you'll be able to receive it because I'm putting myself within you to hear it. And when you start to hear it and understand it, you will say, well then, since that is the authority and the power, may it be so. Yes. Which is really what the centurion is saying, is that, well, you said it, so you're gonna say it, so say it, and it'll be so. I understand about authority. So our source of the supernatural is God himself mm-hmm. and it's what he says what he speaks so that uh, nothing is too difficult for him Why? I think even if you Go share ahead. that that um, puts an exclamation point on the beauty of you know as we pray and we seek his will and we ask him what he has to say about something and there are times that he through scripture reveals a promise or rhema to us 
And that to me just puts an even bigger exclamation point on the beauty and the gift of Rhema as he speaks a promise to us about a situation that we may not be able to see how that's going to transpire yet. Again, that is his spoken word. His authority um, comes with that promise that he will complete it as well. And I think that's a, just a beautiful reminder of that too. Yeah. And see, it's a whole thing so that when, you know, I think I shared about, you know, my experience with the woman at the, at the store, um, even when, you know, we're not completely knowing about this or how this works. Right. So it, for me, you know, as I'm learning this, I didn't understand this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a, a, a different thought. So I wasn't like, oh, yeah, sure, I got this. Um, uh, what do you got to say about this scenario? Mm-hmm. It, was, it was the opposite is I'm going to show you something. Um, first of all, I'm going to say something to you. Right. Um, this lady's got a problem. I know you're in a hurry, <laughs> but um, I want to heal this lady. You know, put your hand on her, and and I'm going to heal her. Well, I said that to you, mm-hmm. Rich. Um, wasn't to her. It was to you. Uh, I need you to understand something, and it starts with my speaking to alert you of what I'm about ready to be up to, and I'm going to have you join me, and you're going to have to participate in this. Okay. Um, I heard it. Uh, By this time, I've understood hearing his voice, Mm -hmm. and I've been abiding, and I've been hearing his voice. Now, the application to the supernatural hasn't been something that has been something I've experienced much. Um, so I didn't know that piece of it, but I did, I did understand what he, when he said it, okay, I want you to heal her. I heard it. Right. Now I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but, um, and I kind of rejected it. Um, and, and so, okay. Um, so I, you know, go out to the car again and he says, Hey, let me, let me say it again. I want you to go down and lay hands on her. I'm going to heal this lady. Um, Okay, so you want, you know, yes. And so we go down and, you know, I lay hands on her and I just said, Father, you said, go ahead. Um, Mm -hmm. And even then I kind of understood a little bit about the simplicity of it. Right. You know, in other words, like, we don't have to drag her off into a 30-minute prayer meeting is just speak the word and it's going to happen. My power is superior to her migraine headache. Mm-hmm. Um, it will it will respond to my speaking, and by the way, I'm gonna now that that I'm within you. You are my physical representative of the invisible God. You you have to speak it, mm-hmm. um, and then let it let's see it happen. You know, so the supernatural, as I began to understand it and see, he doesn't say you got to get all this figured out. And then you'll do it. He says, let me show you how it works. Mm. But the one thing that, that you will understand is you're going to hear something that I'm going to say. Mm, that's um, good. And the whole process is part of it. Is part of it. So it's mm. not just, well, God, she's got a problem. You know, say the word to her and uh, good luck. No, right. um, I'm talking to you first. <laughs> Um, and here's here's the power. Do you understand the power? And are you willing, willing to exercise the power and the process? And um, and so as we're learning this, 
is what is it? Well, first of all, it's not us just being better at natural. Mm. Uh, it's God's power that emanates from him speaking. And speaking is is part of this big thing, which is why we teach abiding is so critical. Is sure. And it's not a hokey thing. It's it's not, you know, it's not falling over. It's it's learning to hear his voice so that he can help us understand his his process, his way of what he really wants to do, which is to bring authority into situations. It's not just to be more uh, uh, able to maneuver. Right. It's I want to bring power into your life, and it starts with your ability to hear my voice because that's where it's going to emanate from. So. It's pretty cool. We'll talk. We'll talk more about this uh, uh, next time as we get into the deeper piece of it. But the centurion got it. It's like, oh, yeah. it's 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 your authority, and you speak it. I've seen it. I get it. I got it. I understand it completely. So, speak. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. You know, and the cool thing is that he was with Jesus, and he could hear him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's kind of neat. So we'll talk more about this. But uh, what is it? Uh, it's God Himself. Um, and he speaks his power out of himself. So it's kind of cool. Very cool. Thank you so much for sharing today. And thank you for joining us, everyone. If this has raised questions for you, send them in to us at questions at afjministry.com. We would love to talk about them. This is a beautiful invitation that is for all believers. Yep. And I remember, you know, years ago, sitting at one of the first Abide retreats with you and you saying, and you saying to Dan and I both, you guys need to get used to living in the supernatural. Right, that's right. So, you know, and, and it, it is an invitation that is for all of us as believers, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And anyway, the, and the, the neat, thing, neat thing about that is um, have you learned to live there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and enjoying every minute of it. <laughs> and how cool is that? Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's become, see, that's what we're trying to say is that God says, I want to teach you to live there. When you learn it, why would you ever not live there? Right, right. Uh, because it's so spectacular. And by the way, it happens in the kingdom. So you, you have to surrender and keep uh, not going back to self, but um, going into that, living in the spirit. But because of the experience of it, it gets sweeter and sweeter, better and better. And by the way, it doesn't mean you don't have trouble. Um, it just means, well, I know that that's the life I'm now part of, and how fantastic is this? Um, and that and that's what we'd like everybody to experience. <laughs> Invitation to us all, right? Yep. Amen. Yep. Great. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Have a great day. We'll yep. see you next. Time. See you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.